Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Tell Janice Radio Show, where you will hear inspiring stories about life, Love and labor from amazing women to help lift you up. Now, here's your host, Janice. Thanks very much, and welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you're listening, and I'm sure you're going to learn a lot from our guest today. But before we get started, I wanted to remind you that if you know of a fabulous female that you would like me to give a shout-out to with a few words of encouragement, acknowledgement, or congratulations, please let me know their names by clicking on the link at telljanice.com. My guest today is Frances Venegas. Frances is local here in Southern California, and she is an inspirational writer and a poet. She's been writing now for almost 20 years and published her first book back in 1999 with another one coming out next year. Her topic today will be God's gift. I'm so thrilled and excited to have Frances on the show today. I've met her in person. She's so inspirational, and I can't wait for you to listen to her message. Welcome to the show, Frances. Oh, thank you. We like to have our guests get started with telling a little bit about themselves. Can you start with that, Frances? Sure. Um, I'm a California, Southern California native. I've um, been here uh, most of my life, and um, I uh, my 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 passion is really uh, writing poetry, and um, God has really put it on my heart to encourage women. Um, not just, um, well, not just women, but everybody. But um, that's what a lot of the uh, the poetry is for, is to uh, to to inspire and encourage uh, women. Because I think as people, we don't encourage each other enough. But I think especially as women, we don't encourage each other enough. So that's something that God has put on my heart. Well, that's wonderful, and that's what this show is all about. So I'm, like I said, I'm so happy to have you on. You mentioned that uh, you wrote your first book back in 1999. Why don't we start off with that? Yeah. What was the title of that book, Francis? The, the title of that one was called God's Blessings, and uh, I never—I I actually wasn't able to um, get it published, um, but it is uh, ready, um, and that will be one of the one of the first books that are out. Oh, that's great! Is this the one coming out in 2017? Uh, the, no, the one that's coming out in 2017 is called um, Heartfelt Expressions. And basically that's um, where most of the inspiration came with this one um, is God has, uh, honestly, I, I could hear a word. Um, I could hear a message in church. I could be sitting talking to somebody and, and, and just hear one word and and it comes Real quick, some poems I can write in about, you know, two to three minutes, and some poems can take up to a year. Um, with this, with this book here particularly, I, I wanted to put this one out first because um, one, I've grown so much as a writer, but I felt like this one would inspire and encourage. Um, not that the other one wouldn't, but that this one would touch, you know, a lot more people. 
Now, you mentioned to me that Maya Angelou um, was the one that inspired you, and you met her in person. Can you tell us about that? Uh, I did. It was um, 97, 98, I want to say, for Mother's Day. And uh, I always say that that was the Mother's Day that my mom gave me a gift. She uh, um, surprised me with a VIP ticket to to hear her. And uh, it was definitely life-changing. You know, along with Maya Angelou, I I also found out later that um, after doing some more research, you know, we shared the same birthday and we shared the same middle name, and that was um, that was kind of the the deal the deal sealer for me. Um, but uh, also, my adopted moms have played uh, a large role in um, in it as well. They've always encouraged me to um, to really push it and go for it, and just to keep encouraging and inspiring other people. And you've mentioned that what you lacked for in a father you made up with moms. Can you tell us a little bit about the people that inspired you? Well, yeah, I I always say that what I lacked in a father, God has made up for moms. And, you know, most of them I have met, you know, since I've been grown. But I can tell you honestly that my life would not be the same without each and every one of them, Um, that they have truly changed and, and helped to make me the woman that I am today, and God has used them to affect my poetry um, and into and, and what it's grown into today. Um, there, I, I know most people say, you know, you get mom and a, and, and a dad, but I've got uh, about eight moms that I, I couldn't see my life without. Ah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Are you, um, are you ready to recite one of your poems? Sure. Um, I have one that, uh, this is one that I did um, at the event um, where where we met, and it's called Woman of God. And just to kind of give you, um, uh, you know, a little bit of a history on this poem, um, I, um, growing up, I had an issue with my worth, and, you know, sometimes it's still a struggle for me, uh, truth be told. But um, this is something that that God gave me to help me to to see that I'm worth a lot more than sometimes what I think. And I was preparing for another event, and the poem just wasn't coming. And I kept telling God, if you don't give it to me, I can't, you know, I can't write it because I feel that each poem is a gift from God and that I don't write these these poems on my own. Um, And... As I was down on my face and I was praying, uh, I was reciting another poem called um, Oh Precious Woman of God. And God said, wait, stop. He said, listen, he said, don't you realize that everything you're saying right now applies to you too? As much as you say that I love them, I love you. As much as you say that I care about them, I care about you. And uh, so that's where woman of God came from, and it goes, don't judge me based on my size, but look at my heart, look in my eyes. I am more than what you see. Honey, God broke the mold when he made me. You can see it in my walk, hear it in my talk. I put on no airs and I split no hairs. I am a woman of God. I am not my past. 
or the wrong that I've done because I am free in Jesus and the battle is won. Yes, I was, and yes, I used to be, but that was before God got a hold of me. And I am not ashamed to let you know that I carry him with me wherever I go. I am a woman of God, free from bondage, hurt, and stress. I don't put up with childish, foolish, or devilish mess. I know who I am, strong, confident, and secure. You will never meet a never like me, I'm sure. Because I'm a real woman and I come correct, I play no games and I command respect. Don't judge me based on what you see because you just might miss out on the blessing of me. Well, that's beautiful. And I have to, I have to say that when you got up just impromptu um, at our event a month ago and recited that at the very end, it was the perfect culmination of, of a very special day for me personally and I know for everybody in the audience. That's just beautiful. Francis, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, now I, uh, you... I write it. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Francis. Well, I was I was just going to say, you know, I um, that's how I know that God is working and that God is, is leading me because, to be honest with you, I, I was trying to hide. <laughs> And, uh, but, you know, God always has a way of, of having his plan come out, no matter what our plans are. And, you know, just to, to see the reaction of the other ladies in the room, I, I want you guys to know that really it, it made my day. Um, you know, and, and the only thing I could say was look at God, because the only thing I was was the messenger. Well, you you delivered a wonderful message that day. I'll never forget it, and I'm sure everybody in the audience Thank feels you. the same way. Thank Would you, you like to um, talk a little bit more about some of your other poems and what uh, inspired sure. you to write some of those? Sure. Um, I've, uh, I, I've actually written over probably about 400 poems. Um, wow. And, and, still, and still counting, I've actually got about... Uh, about 10 or 15 of them in the works right now. But um, inspiration for those, honestly, it could be anything from something that I hear in a conversation. It could be um, something that I see on TV, uh, world events. Um, I also do what I call, um, I make it into like a poetry plaque. And what I do is I take a picture of a person, like say if you, have a person that you wanted to honor. Um, I would take the picture of the person you want to honor and um, your description of what stands out to you most about that person and uh, write a poem specifically for them. Um, wow. And that actually, I have a, a, a third book um, that is almost finished, um, and it's called um, A Portrait of God's Child. A tribute to those who dare to make a difference, and what that is is that's um, a compilation of poems of people that have not only inspired me but in the world, uh, people that have taken the time to actually make a difference, and uh, you know inspire and, and change lives, and so that's my way of of giving back. And don't you think it's all about giving back? 
Oh, most definitely. You know, um, I uh, it, it's kind of like my one of my adopted moms, you know, told me is, you know, we're we're, we're passing the torch. You know, I, you know, um, have you know have helped you, and so now you're going to go and you're going to help somebody, and then the people that you help are going to help someone else. You know, and and that's how that's how we can positively you know, make a change and, and infect our communities and, and start to turn some things around. That's right. You know, thinking backwards in, in your life, Francis, and you're young, mm-hmm. so having been writing for almost 20 years is amazing to me about you. Um, can you tell us about maybe a turning point in your life and how old you were and what you thought, hey, I, I need to give back or I have something to share can you think of how old you were back then? Well, you know, uh, what a lot of people don't know about me is that uh, when I was younger, I had a lot, a lot of issues, um, you know, due to, you know, a few birth defects. And then, you know, doctors tried to tell my mom that I had um, a few learning disabilities. And um, they tried to get her to put me in a hospital. And she... You know, she decided that that's not what she was going to do. So she went to my school and um, asked my my teachers to teach her how to work with me at home. And so while my father decided he, you know, didn't want a part of it, she, you know, was working with me at home as my teachers worked with me at school. And, you know, I had, you know, it, it started out where a lot of kids were teasing me and, so I kind of turned into the, the bully and the, the troublemaker. And mm-hmm. when I got into junior high, um, and matter of fact, one of my adopted moms, my junior high school vice principal, um, the, the turning point really for me was at, the, at that point I was, you know, started drinking and drugs at, at 12 years old, um, mm-hmm. you know, to try to kill the pain and, you know, fussing and fighting and, and doing all kind of crazy stuff. And she pulled me into her office one day. And she said, Francis, I'm not just here, you know, when you get in trouble. She said, I'm here to help you when you're going through it, too. And after having so many people walking away from you, that that just totally blew me away. And uh, that was the really big uh, turning point. And at first, you know, I said, well, I want to be a principal. I want to do this and, you know, take after her and, um, as as I got older, God molded and, and showed me, you know, another way that I could uh, to give back, and, and that was through the poetry. But um, I have to say that was that was my biggest my biggest turning point when I realized not only was it time a time for a change for me, but that because somebody cared for me. I think what really blew my mind was somebody that had no blood connection to me. No, no reason to do anything for me. Took the time out to say, "Hey, I care, and I'm here," and actually meant it and followed through. Well, thank God that that vice principal was in your life at that time. A lot mm-hmm. of women on on the show have said it's either a mom who inspired them or a dad, or if they didn't have those two, it was sometimes a teacher. And like yeah. in your situation, it was this vice principal. That's wonderful. 
Absolutely. Yeah, she yeah. Like I said, all of all of my adopted moms have have touched my life and 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 helped to mold me into the the woman that I am today. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of the other moms that have um, helped to mold you? Um, well, you know, like I told you, my 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 mom, the one that uh, gave birth to me, um, she uh, one of, was one of my not only my biggest supporter, but she also, um, aside from you know learning how to how to work with me, um, you know, always pushed me to be my best, always encouraged me and. Um, she was a single mom, you know, raising three, four kids on her own, plus several of the neighbor kids. You know, I remember a lot of times she uh, would go without to make sure that we had. And um, so, you know, I uh, I have always admired her, and I try to let her know how much I appreciate her every day. Uh, is she still with us? Is- she she is yes definitely. Great. Matter of fact, we talk um, at least two to three times a week. Wow. Well, thank God for your mother too. My mom was my inspiration too, as well as my dad. Now, um, your book coming up. What is the title of that? That's uh, Heartfelt Expressions, and it's actually the first volume. Right now, I have uh, two volumes. Total, I have about eight books in the works right now. Um, and I just finished number five. Wow. Right there. And the poems, the poems that I'm reading today, actually are coming out of the the first book. So heartfelt expression. Um, would yes. you like to recite one of the poems from that book? Sure. Let's see. Um, actually, I have one right here, and uh, if I could. Um, this is one of the poems that God gave me to encourage one of my sisters. And um, I just wanted to, uh, if I could, dedicate this reading to my sister Clarice. And she knows who she is. Um, this is called Know Your Worth. It says, don't let anyone on this earth tell you what you're worth. Only God can do that. Let me be real. In fact, he paid the ultimate price. When Jesus gave his life, nobody or nothing else could pay our debt. My sister, my brother, don't ever forget. There's clearly no sacrifice. Only the blood of Jesus could suffice. No money, possessions, animal, or human life would do. Don't you realize the ultimate price was paid for you? Don't let anyone on this earth tell you what you're worth. God said, I gave my son, I gave my best, so you could live abundantly blessed. Your worth, you deserve so much more than the scraps you're settling for. Don't let anyone on this earth tell you what you're worth. You're a child of the Most High. You're royalty, a joint heir. You have your own inheritance you don't have to share. Hold your head up high, walk strong and tall. God says, you are so valuable, I gave my all. Don't accept the scraps of the bones that are thrown your way. Know your worth and walk in it every day. That's beautiful, Francis. It's Thank called you. Know Thank Your you. Worth, and that will be yes. in your upcoming book? Yes. 
What a wonderful testimony for Clarice. Have you read that to her? I have, actually. I just wanted to um, to, to dedicate that reading to her because she is actually uh, the reason that we met. That's right. That's right. She's yeah. she's a beautiful human being. She certainly is. Yeah. I know Clarice, too. Um, I, that's very special that you got to read that for her. Thank you for doing mm-hmm. that. Oh, now, not to put you on the spot, but if you, you've mentioned all the moms that have helped to make you who you are today, and if you had to come up with one virtue that one of those moms, even your mom, has instilled in you, what would that be? Um, actually, they've instilled so much. It's, it's kind of hard to just pick one. But um, I would say love. Yeah. Unconditional love, because that's exactly what all of them have shown to me in one way or another. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. What what really um, interests me, too, because I also struggled when I was 12 and 13, and you mentioned the same. And I think we talked about this on, on the day of our event as well. But what would you say to a 12 or 13-year-old young young girl to help them at this point in their life? If, if they're 12 and 13 and listen to this, or if maybe their mom's listening to this and, and can relay it back to their daughter who's struggling, what would you say? I would say that even though it looks like it's at its worst, first of all, that God, God's got your back. But um, I would say it's going to get better. No matter what it looks right now, it, it, it's going to be better. And, and this is going to help to mold you. And you have to, you have to keep fighting. You have to keep pushing through. Don't let your situation get you down. You know, I think with me, um, when I saw everybody giving up, it, it just, I mean, my mom was there, but, you know, it's, when you have a whole bunch of people walking away, it's like, you know, you think, okay, well, what have I done? Or it's got to be something with me. That's the other thing, too, is know that it's not, it's not you. You know, people sometimes, you know, we, we try to hold on to the people that, that God is trying to to bring out of our lives. And, you know, God is going to put somebody there that is going to give you exactly what you need. That's true. That's very true. And sometimes we do hold on to those that we don't need to have in our lives anymore. And it's hard to, to let that go. Yes. Now, do you have another um, poem that you wanted to to read to us, or? Um, sure, I can. Uh, this one is. Um, I'm. I'm sure you have. Uh, you know, uh, more listeners too. So this one, I'm going to do. Uh, it is. It's called "My Brother, You Are a Warrior," and it says, "My brother, you are a warrior, standing strong and tall." handling your business, answering the call, never asking in anything in return or praise seeking, just doing what you can, being a spirit-filled beacon. My brother, you are a warrior, standing firm and true, dedicated, obedient to all that God asks of you. 
No murmuring or complaining, no whining or crying. You never give up. You keep pushing. You keep on trying. Sometimes you don't get the props you you were. I'm sorry. Sometimes you don't get the props you deserve. Sometimes you don't hear how much you're needed or just what you're worth. Sometimes you don't get the encouragement you need to press. Instead, you're beaten down dealing with foolish mess. Well, my brother, I want to take this time to share with you. You need to know you have Christians standing in the gap and behind you. You need to know that we're here and we're praying on your behalf, that we are here whether you need to cry, talk, or laugh. My brother, you are the head and not the tail. You are strong and courageous, not weak and frail. You are God's mighty man that can accomplish anything, no matter what is said, done, or a situation may bring. You are more than a conqueror. You have the victory because you have made a stand for God and what he's called you to be. My brother, you are a warrior. Be encouraged today. Remember, you have people behind you, come what may. Another beautiful one. My brother, you are a warrior. Thank you for reciting yes. that to Francis. Now, um, what do you have coming up? You mentioned a book in 2017. Um, what else do you have on your plate? Uh, actually, I am starting my own publishing company. Um, you know, I've been to a lot of publishing companies, and, you know, they tell me, yeah, you're good, but, we, we, you know, we want you to come up with so much up front or, you know, the, the self-publishing companies. And God just told me, you can do it yourself. Yes, you and can. so that's what I, I did. I went, I looked at it online, and so... Um, not only will this publishing company help me to get my work out so people can be blessed, but I'll be able to help others, you know, get their work out and, and, and to bless others and um, also to create jobs in the area, you know, so it's going to be a benefit, you know, all the way around. Well, that's wonderful. I'm I'm really excited for you. You have a, a lot going on, a lot to share, a lot of inspiration to share. Now, um, I know that you have a Facebook page. Is that right, Francis? Can you tell yeah. our audience about your page? Sure. How they can um, God, look at your work? Oh, sure. Yeah, I I, I don't post um, you know whole poems on on um, on Facebook. I do you know excerpts of of, of each one. But uh, you can you can see those uh, excerpts on on Facebook on um, God's Lyrical Vessel is the name of the page, and um, that'll also keep you updated on any events um, I put you know any speaking engagements that I do um, because I do go through the community and um, I share um, you know the poetry um, or whatever you know that the person wants me to to, to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all of that is is on God's lyrical vessel. And I also noticed, I believe that you had a LinkedIn page too. Is that right? I do, yes. Um, and that one, I'm working on getting everything set up for the for um, for the poetry because I, I have several. I have one for for business, and then I have one for the poetry. That's great, um, and I'd welcome our our guest to get on God's lyrical vessel, and that's on Facebook, 
and she has a lot of inspirational information to share and you can keep up with what Frances is doing out there in her community. And I really appreciate you being on the show today, Frances. You're very, very, uh, it was very emotional for me at times, just remembering when you recited that first poem that you recited today. And I really appreciate that you've been on today. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, I consider it an honor. You know, I, uh, and, and I'm always willing to anytime, anytime I can share my gifts, you know, I will make sure that because, you know, and, and I've, I always, um, I always feel and I always say that, you know, God is the reason, one, I'm still here. And as long as he allows me, I'm not only going to share his gift, but make sure he gets the glory for it. And, um, you know, as I stated before, I, I feel that each poem is a gift from God. It, it's a blessing and and I am he keeps me in awe when when I share it with people, you know, as, as far as how much it, it touches them and I'm just blessed to be able to be a blessing. Well, you this was such a blessing for, for me and for our listeners too. Thank you once again, Francis. Have a great Thank day. You. you too. Okay, bye bye. All right, bye. Ladies, I am so happy that you tuned in today and learned from our amazing, fantastic female guests, and I hope you recognize this as an opportunity to pass their knowledge on to your daughters and friends and share the wisdom of the ages. I'll talk to you again soon, and in the meantime, let's lift each other up, spread the love, and share an attitude of gratitude. You've been listening to the Tell Janice Radio Show. If you'd like to be a guest or suggest a guest for the show, Or if you would like to nominate a fabulous female for a shout-out by Janice on the live show, please visit www.telljanice.com. Please share this episode with your social network and help us lift women up. Join us next week for another episode of Tell Janice. How do you help business owners think differently about their businesses? Well, uh, you know, I think that there's a range of business owner, right? So, and I provide a couple of different services. On the, on the coaching and consulting side of my business, I think that's what I truly do is, is I help to educate. I think that's the key word, educate business owners on both their opportunities as well as I open their eyes up to what they need to commit to. Uh, certainly when it comes to a personal brand uh, and certainly when it comes to their own business, if, if it's a smaller business, right? So, right. you know, I, I educate them on their opportunities. I help them to uncover and really visibly see, you know, who their target audience is online, what their online behaviors are, how to engage them in an authentic way, which is not a piece of cake. You know, it's not like what I'm talking about, steps one, two, and three. It actually does take time, effort, and uh, it takes listening. And that's really what social media was born on, which was data mining. So for business owners, um, and that's why I'm launching on my on my back end of my site um, starting in October, I'm launching from October through about, let's say, January, February, six different courses, all kind of crash courses, all very much for smaller business owners or, you know, business owners that have small businesses that are growing. So that's, you know, I think a small business owner versus someone that is either a mid-market decision maker or I've worked with enterprise level C-levels.
um, and their education is much, much different. You know, they've been in the game right. for a while. They're probably not seeing results, and um, it's really about helping them to identify, you know, like, for example, I've worked with many manufacturing companies who've been doing business in a great way for a really long time in an old school kind of what I call like boys network of selling, but haven't used the web. So they need to think in a different way, um, but still leverage their own business processes. Can you share a little bit about yourself to our guests? Sure. So once upon a time, I was a physical therapist, and I had a few bright ideas. So before I knew it, I became an entrepreneur. And over the course of time, I had three fabulous... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.